Bulletcast for life. What's going on, guys? The microphone beside here. Um, when I started this podcast almost six years ago, I never would have dreamed that we hit 300 episodes. Didn't think we'd hit 100 or 50 or 25, but hey, we did all of that. Uh, I'm just humbled and honored, seriously, from uh, from the bottom of my heart. This means the world to me. Thank you to everybody that's been a part of the team. Brandon, Brian, Katie, West Ghost, the Hall of Famer, uh, Mike Miller for helping us get some star-studded interviews um in brightest day x one of the best graphic designers in the history of the business uh, and just thank you to everybody who's given me advice and just helped with little things like the types of equipment or just like how to conduct interviews like chris van vliet baby huey bimbo jimbo james kincaid like you guys thank you guys so much uh and just thank you the, the listeners the viewers um I, I i never seriously i never would have thought that people would tune in every week or at, at all to hear me talk about the world that is pro wrestling sports entertainment but uh it's been a whirlwind thank you guys so much and uh i hope you guys enjoy the 300th episode hey you guys this is mickey james with philip and you are listening to the bullet cast the bullet Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 300 of the Bullet Cast. I am the microphone messiah. We got a full house like we're an 80 sitcom. I got Mr. No Days Off, Brandon Tanguma. I got Katie Poison Scarlet in the building hey. and making his return to the BC. Brian Tronic Chronic is in the building. What's up, man? How, how you been? It's been a while. Um, I'm good. I've been good, you know. Yeah, yeah, we, a lot of things have happened here. You know, we have we have a heavyweight champion in Alpha Zoe, who we'll hear from later on in the show. We have a we have a the first ever Bully Cast Hall of Famer in West Ghost Design. What are you, what are your thoughts on all these things, man? So honestly, I honestly. think that oh. I'm the rightful Hall of Famer here at the Bully Cast. Okay, and I'm the what, champ. What have, what have you What have you done? I've accomplished many things here with the Bullet Cast. All right, I'm actually the longest running Bullet Cast Universal Heavyweight Champion no, of all. No, you're not. What? No, you're not. What? You're not. I have he's been not. off. He's been off on excursion. You know, over in Japan, honing his craft. That's yes. why he hasn't been here for a while. I've been in Japan, bro. Alpha Zoe's only Sasha. been on, Alpha Zoe's only been on here like four times, and that's more than you in the past like five months. Hey, 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 what are your thoughts, man, from when you started to now? What are your thoughts on the BC? I think the Bullet Cast has become uh, the highest rated podcast out there right now because of myself. Guys like myself, Brian Tronic, okay? 
who at one point in the game had the highest rated podcast. We'll get into that a little later. This is, this is about the bullet the cast. Peace and peace. <laughs> Katie, but, Katie, why don't you? Oh, no, are, 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 are you? Are, just, just one more thing to add. <clears throat> the longest reigning Bullet Cast Universal Heavyweight Champion from the Queen City. So I will add, I'll say this right now. There's only one heavyweight champion. It is Alpha Zoe. You are the podcast champion. That, there, there's, there's a difference. There's, huh? There's a major huh? difference. Uh, Katie, oh. what, what, since since you've joined, what, what what have been your thoughts? Honestly, this has been such a fun way to celebrate wrestling in in every way, shape, and form. Ever since I joined, it's definitely been a highlight of what I get to do with with pro wrestling. Um, I love the fact that. We have such great listeners who send in questions, and I love the fact that we are able to really connect with our community through indie pro wrestling and, you know, working with with our, our wrestlers and doing interviews. It's a great way to show support. Absolutely. I want to shout out Katie. She was the real MVP of the weekend, help, helping, helping my crippled ass out, you know, getting the interviews. Dave Dutra and Sandra Moon. We'll be on the bullet airwaves coming up in a in a couple weeks. Shout out Katie for that one. Real, real talk. Real, really real... excited about those interviews. I can't wait to hear them because I couldn't hear them when we were actually recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope, hope. I mean, I'm, I'm, I have good enough mics to where it really it really picked it up. I know yeah. there was music playing, but uh, it, the content of it was really good. They're both like they're both under ten minutes, and yep. we got a, we covered a lot of stuff. So that's excellent. And uh, Brandon, you you've been here since the beginning, bro. Well, I mean, you know, since episode two, it's it's so still you know, the beginning. Bro. We've we're, still you know we've done three hundred episodes. Only about two hundred ninety five of them. They count. all count. So Stop we'll be it. here in like you know five weeks from now. Then we'll really have our three hundredth episode. But um, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, Katie out here, you know, with the the heartfelt comments. You know, that's not exactly my style, but it is. It's a great time. It's been fun. Who would have known that? You know, I got a text message whatever five years ago, well over five years ago. Oh, I'm doing this podcast thing. You want to join? You want to come on? And I'll be like, sure. Why not? I haven't talked to Philip in a while. I'll go there. It'll be a fun time. Still still here. Never still, leaving. Never leaving. Up and down the road. So many miles traveled. I want to thank you, my brother. My day one for real, for real. Um, just I, I, I said it in the in the opening video intro that I, that I recorded before we started this. Just seriously, thank you. Thank you to everybody who's, who's been a part of the team for, for making this happen. All the positive strides to the BC. Seriously. Thank you guys so much. All right. Before we get into the news, we are going to go to the interview I did with Sir Samurai at Collectible Stampede. And it's in Bullet Vision. How are you guys enjoying Collectible Stampede? You guys can be more enthusiastic than that. Come on. There we go. I know it's hot, but if you all want to strip down to your underwear so you're more comfortable... I'm fine with it. <laughs> so yes, this is our 300th episode. Uh, just a quick backstory about the show. Started it five years ago, and I've been wanting to do Bulletcast Live for a few years now. So shout out to West Coast Design for making all this possible. Round of applause for West Coast. Come on. So with this podcast, we'll do an in-ring interview, which we're about to do now with Sir Samurai. And then we're going to be doing a live Q&A. Just talking about wrestling, things you guys like, things you guys don't like. 
And uh, yeah, so without further ado, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, I'm at Collectible Stampede. My guest, Sir Samurai. Sir Samurai, how you doing today? Hey, hold on. You alright, brother? He's a really big guy in really bright, colorful trunks. He, he, uh, whew. <laughs> Tired out from all the YMCA dancing? Well, you know. Well, that, that too, that too. Yeah. A man's gotta dance. A, a man has to dance. There might be some dancing in this podcast, we don't know. So, let's, let's get into it. Uh, you started in wrestling as a ring announcer, then you've obviously transitioned into being an in-ring competitor. Uh, how, did you, how did you first get into the business ring announcing? What was the... Uh... So, I, uh, in the late 90s, I had a website where I wrote about wrestling rumors and reviewed books and stuff. Okay. And uh, a local indie promoter had a show coming up, and he hit me up. He's like, hey, do you have any ring, exper or ring announcing experience? My ring announcer canceled. And uh, I followed the Samurai way, and I lied and said, yeah, I've ring announced a bunch of times. <laughs> so I ring announced for him, ring announced for a few different companies. But while I was ring announcing, I was going to SPW shows, paying my 15 bucks, going, someday I want to be good enough to ring announce for SPW. That was my big dream. Okay, okay, okay. So then how did you transition into becoming an in-ring competitor? So uh, I eventually got hired at SPW to be their backup ring announcer. But I was such a fan, they were training three nights a week. I arranged my work schedule so I could go every night and watch them train. Okay. So I would set up the ring, sit and watch for two hours, tear down the ring, just because I loved wrestling so much. And eventually, a guy named Sal Tomaselli said, you know, you could train with us. And I'll be honest, I thought at 29, I was too old. I thought the, the wrestlers were all football stars and movie stars, <laughs> even the people I was seeing at SBW. So it never occurred to me that I could actually train. And then when I started training, the goal was just one match. So I could okay. say that I had wrestled a professional wrestling match. And then obviously you've had a lot more than just one. Uh, that beating that I just took from Frost was 1,226. Okay, there you go. Clap it up for that. That's amazing. So you're tearing, you're tearing down the ring. You're, you're just going because you love the business so much. What was it like to train in NorCal at that time? What, what, what year was this? So it was 2002 when I started training. Okay, so 20 years. Okay. And back then it was so territorial. If you trained at SPW, you weren't allowed to go to APW. Okay. If you went to APW, you couldn't go to this company. Now every show has people from almost every school coming to wrestle. Absolutely. Like it's so much better. Yeah, there's still petty nonsense between a couple people, but like our students don't get punished for being our students. If you're good, you get booked, and if you're bad, you don't. And that's so much healthier than it used to be when I started. Absolutely. I mean, you see people from West Coast Pro, SBW, all, all over the place. So, uh, can you remember your first match? Did it, did it go according to plan? Were you, I mean, obviously, like, it's your first time being out in front of a crowd, so you're, you're nervous in that, in, that, in that aspect. But yeah, how did that first match go? It was, uh, I got my butt kicked, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, I sort of started a trend. It was me and the other ring announcer against our trainer, the Big Ugly, J.D. Bishop. Shut up, shut up, Big Ugly. Uh, two out of three falls, I tapped two straight falls. Okay. I got my butt kicked, and it was the greatest day of my life up until that point. Like, it was, seriously, I was black and blue, I was bloody, my left arm was longer than my right arm, and I knew I wanted to do that every night for the rest of my life. There you go, man, there you go. So you've been with SPW for 20 years. What kind of growth have you seen the company uh, obtain in, in that amount of time? So SPW has always been a company that maybe the rest of NorCal doesn't talk about because we're off in Sacramento or Woodland. Um, but every show you went to, like the banger matches were Virgil Flynn. Yeah. They were Timothy Thatcher. They were Drake Frost. Now, any show you go to, West Coast Pro, 
the backbone of their shows are our crew. And now we've got J.R. Kratos in Japan, Jeff Cobb in Japan, Timothy Thatcher in Japan, Bonsai Bruce Reffin on SmackDown, Jack Cartwheel taking over the world. So what the, the, what SBW now is, it's the place that quietly makes stars. Okay? Under, underrated promotion. So, I mean, you've been, like we said, you've been with SBW for 20 years. Uh, you, you have more of a, uh, an authoritative role. Uh, backstage, how did, how did that come to be? Um, I started as the second ring announcer, and over time I just became Ugly's right hand man. Okay. So he needed, hey, when's our next date? Who, hey, who's booked for the next show? I was, just, I was the nerd. Okay. I was the nerd in the locker room who watched every match, knew every champion in every company. I was the guy, if you had a question, hey, Samurai, who's running next Saturday? Okay. And 20 years later, I'm still that. <laughs> I'm the guy, you know, like, Scoot does all the work. Scoot will tell you he does all the work. But I'm the guy who has to ask when the work needs to be done and who else is going to help them. They'll be like, wait, when are we doing that? So it's it's always just a team effort amongst whoever the people are. Okay, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. You've accomplished a lot in SBW. You've held every championship the company has. What else do you want to accomplish within the company from either an in-ring standpoint or from a behind-the-scenes standpoint? So from an in-ring standpoint, I just want to keep wrestling as long as people are entertained by it. There's a group of students who haven't debuted yet, and I want to wrestle every single one of them. Uh, Eliza Hammer really wants to do a hardcore match with me, so that's written down. Yeah. Um, I just I want to do everything I haven't done. I'd like to be the champion again, but I've done that. I just want to keep I want to keep opening the door for the next generation to realize how fun wrestling can be and how awesome it is if you just buckle down and focus on it and dedicate yourself. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You love to hear it. So, do you have any other goals to accomplish inside wrestling outside of SBW? So, I've wrestled in 35 states. Okay. Or no, I've wrestled in 15 states. I want to get the other 35. I've wrestled in two countries, so I want to get the other 148 or however many countries there are this week. I want to okay. I want to wrestle everyone who's ever wrestled. I want to win every belt that's ever been held. I want to wrestle on the moon. I want to wrestle on Mars. <laughs> I want to be the first guy to get beat up by an alien. Like, I want to do it all. I'm, I'm 20 years in, and I'm just warming up. I want to see how much I can do before I'm done. Hey, there we go. You love to hear it. You love to hear it. Now, this is the rapid-fire portion of the interview. I'm going to ask you a question. First thing that comes to your mind. Favorite wrestler of all time? Uh, Mick Foley. Okay. I knew it. Somebody's yelling they knew it. Is that Scoot? It's Scoot. Shout out, Scoot. Uh, favorite match of all time? I have a lot of different ones, but uh, one I make most of the students watch is... CM Punk versus Cole Cabana in Punk's Farewell match where they do two out of three falls and they do comedy, they do hardcore, they do the best technical, they do every style of wrestling. Okay. And Punk, who's known for being a very serious, angry individual, comes to the ring crying because he's so emotional. Oh, and to yes. me, that sums up all pro wrestling. Everything you can want in that match. Hey, I, I love it, I love it. Uh, favorite match you've had? Um... Probably me, Frost, and CJ Curse in a 60-minute hardcore Ironman match in which Frost broke two ribs 23 minutes in and didn't even slow down. That's a match of pride because a lot of people can't go an hour. And then after that match was over, Timothy Thatcher came out and he and I wrestled in a singles match. So I think I went an hour and 10 minutes. Okay. That's a high benchmark. Wow. That's that's the longest in, in a period of time for sure, for sure. And then uh, favorite opponent you've had? I can't just say one favorite opponent. Uh, so from the SBW crew, I love everyone at SBW. Scoot, Timmy, Frosty, 
Virgil, all of them. Uh, so what I'll give you is my favorite non-my circle opponent, okay. and that's Jekyll's the Jester, because that dude will out-stupid me any day of the week, and I'm pretty stupid. And he'll be like, what if we lit the building on fire? And I'm like, can we? So he just always challenges me and makes me work harder and never lets me just take it easy. He's like, hey, I want you to come off the stage. I want you to come off the, the rope. And I'm like, I don't think I can do that. And he's like, well, you'll find out. Hey, you dove off the stage at BTW. That was, that was all him. That was all him. It was a great time. It was, it was fantastic. And lastly, hot tub time machine. There we go. This is this is his favorite. This is his favorite question. Hot tub time machine. If you could travel back in time to any match or event in wrestling history, what would it be and why? Okay, so it's the first one is Foley winning the title from The Rock on the tape draw. You know, and nobody thought he would do it, and that, that one could bring tears to my eyes. But my big regret in life is when No Way Out was in San Francisco and it was Eddie versus Brock. And I didn't go because I didn't see a world in which Eddie could beat Brock Lesnar. Because Eddie, as much as Foley's my number one, Foley, Eddie's my number one and a half. Those are the two guys I patterned myself off of, and I hate that I could have been there the night that Eddie won the title. And I went, nah, it's Brock Lesnar, I don't care. I hate that, I'm haunted by that. Uh, today and it's Eddie's birthday, birthday today, so that's lovely kismet right there. It's poetry in motion. Sir Samurai, I want to thank you so much for doing this. Uh, let the people know where they can find you. Let them know where they can find SPW and all the events you guys have coming up. So I'm on uh, social media everywhere. It's Sir Samurai. I've got at least a dozen followers on Instagram and and uh, Facebook and Twitter. And I'm sure they've invented more, but I haven't discovered those yet. Uh, SPW next Friday is in Auburn. SPW next Sunday is doing our Halloween show in Elk Grove for the third Sunday of every month in Elk Grove. And the reality is you can find me every single weekend somewhere in a ring doing what I love. All right. Thank you. Sir Samurai, everybody. All right. And we're back. Oh, my God. That was, that was a great interview. Shout out, Sir Samurai, for uh, for taking the time to sit down with me at Collectible Stampede. Uh, Katie and, uh, and, and Brandon, what do you, what do you remember from that day with, with the interview? Was, was, was it okay? It was, I know it was, a, it was a hot boy outside. It was ridiculously hot, but it was a lot of fun, um, getting to listen to Sir Samurai in person and listen to, you know, what he was saying about his time and his wrestling career and just his, his goal to keep going and keep pursuing that dream. Really fun to listen to. Absolutely, Brandon. And it was a fun time, you know, first time really doing a live episode or a live, you know, entertainment thing for the Bullocast. And so, you know, it was fun getting a little call and response from the crowd, interacting with them. And I, I was quite surprised that we actually did get some participation. And uh, yeah, it was a, a fun time. Hopefully we can do something like that again. Absolutely. Uh, the next collectible stampede will be AlphaZo's first defense of the Bullet Cats Heavyweight Championship on December 11th. Um, TBA, to, to find out his opponent, you'll find that out when, when the graphics go out. Uh, let's get into some news, let's get into the, the outside of the ring, the inside of the ring, all of it. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura will be returning to Japan to have a match with none other than the great Muda. Brandon, you're the, you're the Japan guy on the show. What are, what are your thoughts? I am so excited for this. You know, Philip did the shtick that the forbidden door isn't isn't open until WWE steps through it. And I, I think we're seeing with Triple H in charge that maybe they're not running through the Forbidden Door, but the Forbidden Door is accessible from WWE. So, you know, Keiji Muto wrestling uh, Shinsuke Nakamura on his farewell tour. Just 
just great to see. I mean, they wrestled back in the New Japan days, and so him being able to have another match with Shinsuke is uh, fantastic. Uh, it's he's also doing his final final match is going to be in a tag match with Sting. So that's uh, it's it's fun to see all these wrestling companies being able to come together and celebrate the the history and the legacy of the Great Muda because it, it's definitely well deserved. Absolutely, Brian Tron. <clears throat> I'm just shocked that it's actually happening. I mean, I thought it was one of those fake graphics when I seen it on Twitter. I thought it was a fake graphic that people just make randomly. And so when I seen Shinsuke posted, I was like, wow, that's that's pretty neat. Triple H doing things. He's being a disruptor right now. So, yeah, it's a good thing. Absolutely. I mean, since Triple H has taken over, you know, NWA talks, GCW talks, now stuff with Noah. Katie, are, are are you really familiar with the great Muda's work at all or? I, I'm not, but okay. I am excited that Shinsuke gets this opportunity. That's really exciting. Absolutely. And this is, I think this is what's needed to remind people like who Shinsuke Nakamura is. This oh, yeah. really, like, have you seen like his old Japan stuff? Oh, yes, I have. I trust me. I, I spent a night and I just like went down a rabbit hole yeah. one day and I was like, oh my God. Just this, 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 <sighs> this Freddie Mercury, Michael Jackson, Prince Presence esque. Performer, oh my God. like they say, they they say uh, James Brown was the hardest working man in show business for a period of time in sports entertainment. It was Shinsuke Nakamura. It's just, just this I'm overall presence and presentation. More. So I'm I'm excited. I, I'm truly excited about this. Uh, and some more happy news. Emma, she has returned to WWE. She answered Ronda Rousey's open challenge. Uh, yeah, I got to meet Emma when she uh, made an appearance at APW uh, a number of years ago. Uh, I was there too. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon was there too. Brandon, what are your thoughts on Emma returning to WWE? Uh, cool, good for her. You know, a little, little more Tennille Dashwood in in the in the Emma character in WWE. So, um, you know, she's always been a good talent. Maybe never reached her full potential on the main roster, but what we're seeing, we're they're kind of you know getting some people returning. Maybe not for you know to main event WrestleMania, but just to kind of fill out that roster. And Emma definitely is someone that they could utilize. <laughs> Katie, are you familiar with Emma's work? No, I'm not. No. I'm actually looking her up right now. Okay, but Brian seems that he's doing the he's doing the hands, doing the doing doing the damn thing. You know, uh, it's a no brainer. You know, with their situationship with Madcap Moss, so I kind of knew that 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 this was on the way. But good for Emma. Um, he's got his inside sources. He knew this yeah, like yeah. months ago that it was going to happen. Yeah, Mac had, you know, he hollered at me, told me what's going on backstage. But uh, Emma being back is only a good sign for the women's division in the future. You know, uh, so I'm not I'm not I'm not mad at the only concern is, is, you know, hey, stacking up the women's roster. You know, there's there ain't enough titles for everybody. Right. And you would think someone like Emma who got let go made a even bigger name for herself uh, while being gone would want to come back and, you know, potentially hold some gold one day. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that that kind of seems to be the route, you know, like people leave and uh, I mean, nobody's going to have like the Cody run when, when you're outside of the company, but <laughs> right. You have like the Drew McIntyre's who left the company, did very well for themselves, come back, won the big one on a couple of occasions. So let's mm-hmm. let's let's hope that Emma. She, let's hope that that she can do so. Uh, the PWI Top One Hundred and Fifty Women's Wrestlers list came out. 
Um, Brandon, go off and go ahead and read us off the top 10. So we have the number one wrestler out of stardom. I'm going to probably butcher this name, even though I've, I have heard this name and I know stardom is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Suri, I think that's how you pronounce it. Great. I, I'll be honest. I don't think any of us really have a knowledge of stardom, but trust me, it's good stuff. If you're looking for more wrestling or if you're not happy with the wrestling you're currently watching, stardom is definitely something to check out. Then we get more of the familiar names with Bianca Belair, Thunder Rosa, Becky Lynch, Jade Cargill, Mama Thickness, Jordan Grace, another stardom, I assume, in Saya Kamitani. Definitely nailed that. Then Brian's girl, Charlotte at number eight, Starlight Kid at nine, and rounding out the top ten, Taya Valkyrie. Wow, okay. What, what number was Jade? Jade was fifth. You know, the fifth best woman's wrestler in the world, uh, dissed Bow Wow on Twitter. <laughs> that was uh, That was funny. He was just... He was just trying to get her with the "Let me hold you," you know, so trying, to, <laughs> trying to hit the, <laughs> trying to hit the damn thing. Oh my goodness, that's a great list. We know this is really kayfabe based. Uh, so Jade being in the top five, that honestly doesn't surprise me. Look at um, just look at her. Look at what she's done. Look at the record, and uh, everything like that. You guys have any other thoughts on this before we move on? Nope. I do have the entire list, so if you guys want to ask where someone lands and if that's correct, you can, well, where, you can let was, me know. Where was Charlotte again? Eight, right? Charlotte was eight. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. The time period is from October 1st, 21 to September 15th, 22. So Charlotte has missed a big chunk of, of that yeah. time, and she's still an eighth. That's Good. The, the homie Sandra Moon was like 73rd or 75th or something uh, like that. 72. And I wanted 72. to give her a big shout out because that's really freaking awesome. Yeah, she said this was like her first time being ranked. It's it's all it's all it's all in the interview. I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to give too much away. But yeah, it's it's I'm this Sandra Moon interview is it's top notch. It's top notch. It's fire. Yes. All right. Asuka and Alexa Bliss are the new WWE women's tag team champions. They defeated Damage control on Monday nights. Oh uh, yeah, they did the work. Uh, Oscar gave Alexa Bliss the hot tag. Pick up your bottles, and uh, yeah, they are the new women's tag team champions. Brian Tronic. Um, this is all over the place. I know that you know sometimes you just gotta trust and trust and i know we've said that a lot with the vince and and who was all in charge when he was there but with triple h i know i have a little bit more faith i know people are freaking out and they're like ah, i don't know about this alexa bliss and oscar back and forth you know damage control losing look patience patience i think it's good for alexa and oscar oscar has been tag team champions with like three or four different people am i right She's doing the Seth the Seth Rollins, bro. Just yes. winning tag titles with everybody. Any and everybody. Yes. Yes. You love so. it. Uh, Katie. You, you might want to unmute yourself. She pulled a brand. That's, that's my shtick. Yeah. Hey, I'm sick. What do you expect? I'm trying not <laughs> to cough on the podcast. Um it's okay. <clears throat> I am really excited for Oscar and for Alexa Bliss, actually. I've been huge fans of both of them since I returned to watching WWE. Um, it's 
I just want to see them skyrocket to the moon. Um, Dakota Kai and Ayo Shirai are great and they're fantastic wrestlers. Damage control has definitely been disrupting the scene, but I believe that this is building to an even bigger climax at a PLE. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Brandon, do you have any thoughts? No, I mean, just kind of out of nowhere, they re- return and win the titles, sets up a rematch at Blood Money. Uh, the women's tag team division is just kind of there, so it's kind of hard to put too much thought into or you know stock into what's going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, strolling on with the news part two. JR, Jim Ross, legendary commentators, cancer-free. Shout out to JR. We love it. We'd love to see it. Shout out. He's got a relegated down to, to Rampage, it looks like. Don't know what's, if he's going to do stuff for the pay-per-views, but good yeah, for we'll, him. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Doesn't look like he's too happy about that either. Yeah. I mean, how, how, hey, hey, Jim. Jim, it's okay. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on over. Come, come back home. Come back home. I need I need some of that 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 Oklahoma slang on on Monday Night Raw. I need I need to hear the Boomer Sooners and the he's tougher than a two dollar steak. I need I need I need some of that. I need <laughs> need some of that again. No, he's smoother than my barbecue sauce. I, I need to hear that. Oh, Speaking man. of, <laughs> you has actually tried his barbecue sauce? Uh, I have not, but I do want to say my my good buddy Ted DiBiase Senior. He's he's still working on the sauces and the rubs. It's all in the interview we did last year. Go 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 check it out. It's we're we're almost we're almost we're almost on the the final stages to, to get the, getting these out to stores. Uh, apparently, the game wants to bring Money the Bank back to WrestleMania. Uh, I was a huge fan of when it was at WrestleMania. It was really one of the highlights of watching the show. You watched for uh, the championship match, Money the Bank, the Taker streak, you know, etc. So. Um, it could be going away from being a regular pay-per-view. I know Triple H is trying to get rid of the gimmick pay-per-views. But uh Brandon, what are the thoughts? I mean, I'm I'm cool with it. Uh Money in the Bank as a, a concept pay-per-view, I wasn't too like angry at just because it was like an annual event and it had a reason for happening. So outside of like the Hell in a Cell's elimination chambers, like I thought Money in the Bank was kind of almost like a Royal Rumble. So I wasn't too angry at that, but you know, going and moving into WrestleMania is is a cool concept. I, I like it. Maybe as long as it kind of does away with the get everybody on the WrestleMania card uh, battle royal, because I would assume you're going to have a women's and a men's one. And then do you also have like that type of battle royal or, you know, get everybody on the card for women's and men. So that that's where I kind of wonder. I know it's two nights and they kind of space it out. But I think that's my only question of what do they do at WrestleMania? That's that's true. That's true. You could probably like make one night have less matches, and then Money in the Bank and fill up the majority of the time. Like you could do seven matches on on one of the nights. Have have the Money in the Bank match open up like it used to back in the day. That'd be that'd be fun, Brian. Yeah, I'd put the w- women on one night, men on the other night. Um, I think it's best for business, brother, to have the Money in the Bank pay per view scrapped and put the matches back on. The big stage, the granddaddy of them all. I honestly think that that just that was one of the things other than the taker streak, right? That was most exciting about the whole thing. So ever since taker's been gone, money in the bank hasn't happened. uh, We have nothing really to look forward to other than Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Well, yes, of course. Uh, Katie, (laughs) what are your your thoughts? I mean, I'm here for it. I, I don't 
quite remember Money in the Bank being part of WrestleMania, but maybe that's just because I wasn't watching at the time. Um, I think it's a great idea. I think that, you know, WWE has a and has an event every single month. I don't think we need one every single month. Um, I think that bringing money in the bank and putting it back into the card for WrestleMania is a great idea so that we can kind of diversify it a little bit. Every single thing that we do with WrestleMania right now is like, there, there's just, there's, there's a lot. And I think that it's a good way to bring in more people onto the card without doing a battle royale. Oh, okay. You don't think we need a pay per view every month? No. I when when the, I'm telling you when pay per views were twice a month, I loved it. We we I, we need to bring that back. I need nope. two pay per views nope. a month. I need no. Raw to be five hours. I need SmackDown to be four and a half. <laughs> we need NXT to have their own special NXT, shows. NXT needs to be how, how long is NXT? It's two hours, right? It's two hours. I need it to be three. Uh, <laughs> a- AEW, honest to God, we can move that down to 30 minutes like Raw was back in the day. Rampage could be 15. Um, yeah, yeah, this, these are these are these are things, but I don't have the books, so what do I know? What do and I AEW know? can only do pay per views like in San Francisco or Las Vegas, yes, and it only happen like once a year. Views have to be two and a half hours max. Uh, yeah, yeah they, but I don't have the books, so what do I know? What, what, what do I know? Um, this is actually sad news, but uh, T's and P's going out to Carmella and Corey Graves. They've dealt with some uh, some some miscarriages, which is the reason for Carmella's absence from WWE programming. So uh, T's and P's going out to them. Hopefully they can uh, get through that emotional time. And hopefully at some point in time, maybe they can be blessed with uh, one of the things that Brian Tronic is uh, holding, a, a baby, an infant. Yes. Show me the baby. Yeah, show me the baby. All right, we are going to move on. We're going to go back to Sir Samurai. We did a Q and A after the uh, after the interview, and it is also in Bullet Vision. All right, now it's time for the Q and A portion of the interview. So, what we're going to uh, do is my co-host Brandon over here. Let's see, get in the ring, brother. A little more. See, look, got to show some respect. <laughs> All right. Round of applause for Brandon, everybody. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So what Brandon's going to do, he's going to go out the ring with the microphone and uh, you guys can just talk to us about wrestling, things you, things you like right now, such as creative in companies, backstage drama, etc. Whatever you want. Anything you want. Uh, Katie, you're... You're supervising you're him. Supervising he looks shifty. Him, yes. So you watch him watch and make him. sure he doesn't mess this up. We got a question. We got a question. Who will be your dream opponent? Eddie Guerrero or Mick Foley? Oh, this is Sir Samurai. Obviously, I would take either one. But uh, I think Mick, because Eddie, is, I'm a good technical wrestler. Eddie was one of the greatest of all time. And I just honestly don't feel I can keep up with him. Whereas Foley, stylistically, I'm pretty stupid. So maybe if I didn't keep up with him, I could at least deliver with him. Whereas with Eddie, I'd be worried he'd be in the locker room after pissed off because it didn't go well. So I'll go with Foley. That young man has his hand up. Hello, sir. What's your name? Uh, Roman Torres. And I have a question. Have you ever met a professional wrestler? Me? No, uh... I, I've, I've, I've met him. He's met the, the guys in the back. <laughs> but yeah, to answer your question, uh, I was lucky enough to work for the WWE once as an extra. So I met everyone who was there. 
but I also wait tables, so I've waited on John Cena, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Brock Lesnar, uh, at dinner once with The Shield. So yeah, I've met a lot of like top guys. Very nice, very nice. Very nice. Any other questions? Any, Any other, other questions? questions from the people? We got, we got one, we got one over here. We got one over here. Oh, sir. How you doing? So how do you feel about uh, Bray Wyatt going back to WWE? Okay, okay, okay. How do you feel about Bray Wyatt? Uh, you know they've been doing the whole white rabbit thing for the past few weeks. It's it's been interesting. You know, it's a it's a breath. Oh, he has a question a, 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 after this. Uh, it's a breath of fresh air with Triple H in charge of creative now. Uh, Bray, I mean, very creative, talented individual. I know people are skeptical about his in-ring performance, but uh, for a dude his size and to move the way that he does, he's a phenomenal talent, and I think this run is going to be a much better one. You know, you think no, I it? agree. I, I can't wait to see where it goes. I believe there was a question over there. Question over here. Here we go. Hi. I want to know who your favorite referee is. Oh, it's Korea Kai. Mine also is Karina Kyle. My favorite ref. Good answer, good answer. Was there another question over there? Samurai, do you have a porn star name? Scoot is convinced I'm also a porn star under the name Sir Slamurai, which I admit has a nice ring to it, but I've searched and I've yet to find any of my work online. So if you find me online, let me know so I can see how my work is. Yes, ain't that the truth? <laughs> you don't want this in high depth. You don't want this in high depth. Any other questions? Right over here. Hi. Uh, so I believe this, from my experience, I believe this is SPW's first time in Woodland. Any plans on coming back to Woodland in the future? Yeah, definitely. We, uh, we, we did a thing yesterday at a retirement home, and we did this. And uh, basically, we'd like to come back to Woodland as often as possible. It's a different city, but it, it's close enough to where we can do it. Our whole crew comes out. I recognize some of the fans from SBW. So, yeah, I'd say uh, we all consider this a, a successful weekend. Yeah! Any other questions? Any other questions? Any questions? Anybody? You guys can ask Sir Samurai anything you want. Right here. So, my name is Noel Hernandez. I operate Dr. Will Woodland. Sir Samurai, so how, what did it feel like going to a uh, match with Christopher Daniels? So earlier this year I wrestled Christopher Daniels, who's my favorite independent star. He was on the first show I saw in 98. I didn't know his name, but he was amazing. Uh, you need, you, you, somebody asked about meeting stars. I was really nervous about that one because I was worried, what if he was a jerk? Or what if he wasn't easy to work with? And it was the most fun I've had in years. Like, he pushed me really hard. <laughs> he's one of the few guys older than me who's still wrestling, but he's amazing, and uh, I wish every night could be like that, and he made me want to be a better wrestler and a better leader in the ring, because he made it so easy for me, and I want to make it easy for the guys in back. So, yeah, it was one of the best days of my life. That's why SPW rules. You can go back there. Absolutely. Any other questions? Any other questions? Any? I have a random question. Okay. How many outdoor wrestling matches have I, uh, a lot more than you think. Um, probably, so 20 years, probably five to eight outdoor shows a year. 
Um, and some of them have been all-day things where I've wrestled five, six, seven matches because the roster was small. So I've done these all up and down California over the years. Has it always been sunny or has there been some rain? Some I, rain? Have, uh, I wrestled Christina Bonieri in the pouring rain many years ago on a, can or a tarp and match in which somebody put online with sound effects because I kept falling down. So if you search for me versus Bonieri, you'll all get a good chuckle out of that. Any other questions? On my watch list. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else? Any other questions? I want to say you're awesome. Woo. Talking to you on that one. Me? Oh, no. I'm oh, I'm cool. cool. Wow. Sir Samurai is awesome. Any other questions? Any other questions? Go ahead. Got one more? All right. Awesome. Hi. Uh, does SPW take recruits or? Like half the people you see today have trained under SPW head trainer Scoot. And myself, um, we have an active school out of Yuba City at the moment, but we're always training people. We've got about eight students right now. And as I said, at least half the people you see today learned how to wrestling from SBW. All right, we got a question over here. What's your question? That's a great question. So I'm so old. Say, how old are you? How old are you? I'm so old. Then I was around before people had like email addresses and internet. I didn't have a computer until high school. And when I got my AOL, I needed a cool name. And I really liked Japanese stuff. I took a keto, I had swords. So I wanted Samurai, but it was taken. So I wanted Mr. Samurai, but it was taken. I wanted the Samurai, but it was taken. So I just kept putting things with Samurai in and Sir Samurai worked. And so that was my email address from like 1991 till now. So when I got into wrestling, my website was Sir Samurai's Wrestling World. And so when I ring announced, the guy was like, no, nah, just be Sir Samurai. It was never intended to be a wrestling gimmick. It was just my email address. Hi, Mom. I'll be home soon. It's <laughs> a fantastic story. Any any last minute questions? Going once. Anybody else? Doesn't have to, you don't have to ask him. Does any random wrestling questions life question? He's got a life question. Oh, we have, we have two hands. All right. I had a quick question. Um, the tattoo on your chest, is that from the love of Star Wars, or what is that? So, this I have two tattoos. The one on my chest is the official honor society symbol. It's the Rebel Alliance done as a yin-yang. Uh, I got this tattoo after Drake Frost and I teamed every single week for a year, and then ended the year by running a marathon. We called it our perfect year. So this represents a year of no weekends off, no excuses. And then the one on the arm I got for my 1,000th match. And it's the, the extreme title from SBW. And I have a list of other tattoos I will get when I accomplish life goals. But unfortunately, at 49, I've only gotten two. So. All right, we got another question over here. Uh, do you got any pre-match uh, rituals? And have you seen any really weird pre-match rituals? That's a great question. I used to, you know, be smart and stretch and warm up. Now I feel like I'm back there chatting about Star Wars or comic books or wrestling, and all of a sudden I'll go, is that my entrance theme? And I come running out. So no, I don't have nearly the, the rituals I used to have. Um, no, really, the moment before match is everyone trying to get ready to get kicked in the face by Drake Frost, whether they're wrestling him or not. So we all have to do whatever we have to do to get ready to get kicked in the face by a big, angry, scary guy in his underwear. So it's different for all of us. All right. Got a question over here. So right now, 
And in the big leagues, it would be Brian Danielson. But my answer is uh, Timothy Thatcher. Because if you haven't seen him, every time Timmy wrestles, whether it's against a guy like me or against some superstar, he always delivers. And he's one of my closest friends. And not enough people have heard about him, so he's my go-to answer. Awesome, awesome. How about you? Oh, me? Uh, big... Besides me. Besides me. <laughs> Besides Sir Samurai. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm a big Roman guy at the moment. I love the run he's been on. It's the quote-unquote run of a lifetime. That's what they keep hammering on TV. Uh, as far as like the independent scene, I mean, so many so many talent. Like Midas Creed, Juicy Finale, Alpha Zoe, Dante Daring, Chiba. A, a, lot of, a, lot of the, a lot of the guys that wrestle on this scene. Of course, Daniel Torch as well. Just like a, a lot of the guys from the scene out here. So I know you guys tend to travel around NorCal a lot and like different promotions for like certain wrestling events and whatnot. Like out of your entire career, like who was like the toughest person you've ever fought? Like someone who really gave you like a run for your money? Besides Frost? Um wrestled Mustafa Saeed in a few hardcore matches, the ECW legend. Uh, I could list a variety of companies, but uh, anyone who says there's anyone tougher than Mustafa is lying. There may be people as tough as Mustafa, but there's no one tougher than Mustafa. He's the man. Awesome. You got a question over there, Brandon? Yes, we do. Yeah, my question is, uh, can we wrap this up? <laughs> we got some wrestling to do. I, I think we can. I think we can wrap it up. I've, 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 I think, I think they're telling us to go home. Yeah, yeah, they're telling us to go home. <laughs> Besides Torch, are there any other legitimate questions? I think that was a legitimate question. I think, I think, I think we're good. Sir Samurai, thank you so much for coming out for this. All right, and we are back, and now this is the moment. This is the moment people have been waiting for. This, this is the moment people have been waiting for all 100, 150 of my nicknames. Yeah, it's not. It's not that many. It's it's not that. How it's many? Only you, it's only one hundred and thirty. How many do you think there are? Real talk. How many do you think there are? Some. Let me get some serious inquiries. I'll set the over under at thirteen and a half. No. Katie, how many do you think there are? 17. No. Brian Tronic, how many, how many do you, how many names do you think I have? 50. No. 28. Oh. 28. I would just like to go on record that I was closest. <laughs> right off. I was, trying to, I was trying to be generous with my handicap. I, I mean, I could have gone to like 50, but, you know, I, I honestly didn't think he had that many. But maybe he's putting in these one-offs that we never remember. Oh, you guys. You I, guys can't, I can't remember. I can't wait for this. It's going to be so exciting. On the edge of my seat, guys. Let's go. I mean, Let's I go. have no memory whatsoever, so I don't remember any of his names. Here we go. Yes, thank you. All right, let's do this. Number one, 26-year-old piece of gold. Number two, the podfather. Number three, pod Cossip. Uh, number four, Canada's favorite honorary son. Number Ooh. five, Microphone Messiah. Uh, number six, your mother's favorite podcaster. Number seven, the Hayward Heartthrob. Number eight, the African-American Nightmare. Uh, number nine, Cody Rhodes' friend. Uh, number 10, your Tia's favorite podcaster. Number 11, The Lane. 
Uh, number twelve, I don't call myself this anymore. It was a high school thing, but you know, R R P to the to the to, to the original. They called me Black Mamba back in the day. You know, like I said, R R P to Cobes. Uh, number thirteen, Chocolate Lightning. Number fourteen, The Prodigal Son. Uh, number fifteen, your grandmother's favorite podcaster. Uh, number sixteen, uh, The Teflon Dog. <clears throat> That's that, that that was my name down in the streets. We don't talk about that. Uh, number seventeen, the longest reigning Bulletcast podcast champion of all time. Uh, number 18, Pro Wrestling's uh, New Good Luck Charm. Number 19, Chris Jericho's Friend. Uh, number 20, Your Next Door Neighbor's Favorite Podcaster. 21, The OG Honorary Oos. Uh, 22, You've Heard of Late Champion. I was Phil Champion. Oh, I got to call my mother back later. Jesus. Uh, 23, Big Daddy Twine. Uh, 24, 24, The Guy Who's Responsible for Lil Durst's Best Life Achievement. Uh, 25, the X Factor. 26, the guy. Shout out to Los Padres, 2022 champions. Shout out, shout out. Second, second uh, highest achievement for Lil Durst. Yes, You you gave him. Number one is is Los Padres. Eh, I I gave him the first. Let's be real. Uh, Number 26, the guy Brian Tronic wishes he was. Oh, wait. Hey, oh, wait. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Hey, hey, hey. hey. Uh, 27, the champion of your hearts. And 28, the greatest sports recreational podcaster in the world today. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. I, yes, yes, there we go. I, I, I know you people have been waiting for it. Um, there there will be more names as 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 we go along. I think every hundred episodes we should do this and just watch the list grow. Eventually, I'm gonna have like the scroll like Jericho did back in WCW when he was listing off the moves. I I I, I think that's how far how far we're going to get. Um, all right. You guys want to hit some fan mail? Let's hit some fan mail, guys. Any, any any thoughts on the names though? Any any thoughts? I I mean I've been here for ninety six percent of the episodes, and I some of those I don't even remember. I know maybe some of those were not podcast nicknames, but I do not remember the your insert here favorite podcaster. Oh, it's I, it, it's like it's it's a known. It's known. Oh, like, okay. It's just understood. It's that is known. It's known. Like like it's it's known. I think some of those might be my nicknames. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, we all know anything said on this bullet cast is trademarked and copyrighted to yeah, Philip exactly. Antoine. Exactly. Y'all didn't know that? So he's also the Canadian destroyer, Mr. No Days Off. No, 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 no. no. Those, aren't, those aren't mine. Those aren't mine. You aren't mine. mean Philip Antron. Well, let's stop yourself. Okay. Uh, this one's from last week, but Katie and Brian weren't here, so I'll read it anyway. Alfie Lewis said, have you guys seen Black Adam? And if so, how was it? Nope. I have not. Like I said, he dies in the end. Uh, Moving on. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. This is also from last week. I didn't delete it, but once again, Katie and Brian were not here. Uh, When are you guys going to talk about Tales from the Territories? Have you guys seen this yet? Brian, have you seen any Tales from the Territories? I think he's Googling it. No, I I, I was trying to unmute. Like tales no, of Jer- no, like, I have not. I have okay. not. We'll talk about that eventually at some point in time. This one's new. Jack of all trades. Sami Zayn is an absolute godsend. The Usi line that broke the bloodline was hilarious. It breaks Roman, who is normally all business, and it broke Jay, who was supposed to hate this man. Sami Zayn is on another level. It's so damn good. That promo, bro. He's not acting very Usi. I was like, this is so stupid. It works. I loved it. I love this. I love it so much. Jay needs to be more oozy. 
Yes, yes. I think we I think we all need to be more oozy. Uh, I'm, I'm very oozy. I'm feeling a little oozy today. <laughs> oh, really? I'm very oozy. Oh, you feel, you, feel little, you feel a little oozy today? Yeah. Throw it up, throw it up, throw it up. There you go, there you go. I saw I saw that Los Padres threw up the one. I was like, oh, they trying to be. That's cute. That's cute. Oh. Yeah, because, you know, we the ones oh. in the in the B division. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> Does, we the twos and we the ones. Oh, oh, they might even be the threes. We don't know. We don't know. Now, but real talk, uh, Brandon, did, how, how do you feel about Usi? Does Jay need to be more Usi? He definitely needs to be more Usi. He needs to, you know, be with Sammy because Sammy knows what he's talking about. He's just trying to bring the bloodline together, get an outside view on the situation. And. I mean, I just, it's a breaking, broken record. I keep saying it. Sami Zayn's fantastic. The bloodline's fantastic. It's a shame Sami Zayn can't be at uh, Blood Money for obvious reasons, but you know, that's just how it rolls these days. Also, don't forget, Sami Zayn is also the locker room leader. Oh. Just so. Oh. Don't forget about that. Okay. I thought, I thought it was uh, my tribal chief, but uh, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to do some, I'll have to do some digging. I'll, I'll have to hit up Sam Roberts and see see what he can find out for me. We'll see. Uh, I'll who just you... ask. I'll just ask Sammy when I go backstage Saturday. Oh, 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 sat, oh, oh you're gonna be in Riyadh? No, 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 no. We're. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, oh, I almost broke the news. I'm sorry. Oh, you... I'm sorry. Well, you so can't Sam, ask Sam. Since... Well, you can't ask Sammy Zane backstage because he won't be there because he might. Sammy's get killed not. If he does. Sa- no, 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 no. We're not gonna be in Riyadh. Guevara? Are you talking about Sammy Guevara? Or... <laughs> That's like, a good one. Like, I, I, don't, Sammy I, don't, I don't. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm, um, Sammy mm. Uso. Oh, you didn't know. I'm sorry. Oh, right. yeah, we got something special cooking up Saturday. You didn't like, 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 the I, Oost, like, like, like I said, the, the Oost, like, the Bloodline. We, like, we, like we I got, said, we having dinner. Listen, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm the original OG honorary Oost. I, I, mean, I, 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 I didn't need it. I didn't need a shirt. They, they, they didn't. Was, they didn't tell you though. Like, but we're gonna stop this right now. Uh, who do who four twenty? Uh, blonde wow, Seth is stealing my gimmick. Oh, wow, why how you how you gonna steal this man's gimmick? Wow, agent of chaos. Yes, yes, yes. I'll be the the filgent of chaos. Yeah, there. See, yeah. He, he just takes people's nicknames and ruins. Hey, them. no, no. Look, I'm I, I do great things. Like I created. See, you know, I was a Canadian destroyer. Then he had to be the honorary Canadian or whatever the hell it was. Look, I do great things. Like I created Bromos. Worst yeah. thing ever. Brian, Brian, to the moon. Brian. To the moon. So tell me right now, Riddle and and Omos, Bromos. That's mo- that's a money tag team. Tell me it's not. That no. honestly, sh- they 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 should. You should get the book. You should get the book. I don't like you anymore, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you can keep your job here now, <laughs> bro. It's, I'm gonna go to war. It's simple. Go to war. It's simple, bro. Just give me, just, just, just give me, just I give will, me two pay per views. That's all I need. I will challenge yeah. westling match, man. I will beat you. I got a, we got a ring right here. I will beat you, and Omos, Bromos will be no more. Whoa. No more of this. I guess uh, Katie and None. Brian's gonna be on the undercard, Philip, for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna be on the undercard for us. You're right. Oh no, I'm oh. not talking about Brian. I'm talking about you. Yeah. Oh me. Such yeah. a Ooh. stupid name. <laughs> it is the worst. 
Travis, be to a wrestling match. Yes. Well, I know I'm a little, I know I'm a little hurt right now, but then, you don't Katie, want none you, of this. You can get my leftovers after I destroy him in a couple weeks, or because oh, really? you know now he's injured. Just it happens to be he's injured now that we're approaching Whoa. the deadline. Uh, bro, look, 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 I'm just saying. Have, I'm gonna tell you this right now, Brandon. New words I'm, for you. What? What is that? Irish, Italian, redhead. You don't mess with me. That's that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Now back to Brandon. Back back to what I was actually dealing with. The the way look, I'm gonna smash you the way Roman Reigns is gonna smash Logan Paul in Saudi Arabia. True. Yes, what are you sir. talking about? Ronda Rousey said he, he's gonna win. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> let's get let's finish the fan mails out real quick, please. And Brett is day X. And Brett is day X. Oh, Mr. X. I thought she was gonna oh. steal you know all my gimmicks. Oh no. He <laughs> okay. said he says, where does he says, where does the Usi segment rank in uh hilarious wrestling moments? Uh, I think the best comedy is the best kind of comedy is like unintentional comedy. Like if you're trying too hard, then it could still be funny, but it's not as funny as if it's just kind of I mean, it was obviously probably like some sort of scripted line, but I don't think it's supposed to get over as much as it did. They're gonna release Usi shirts. I, I can already see it. Oh, uh, no doubt. He also says, I'm just wondering, is it too little too late to repair the reputation of Baron Corbin at this point? Honestly, bro, if this JBL thing doesn't work, keep him off TV, let him go back to being the lone wolf, and we can we can all call it a day. I feel like JBL is overshadowing Baron Corbin, but I feel like it's this is designed to be that way. I feel like maybe sooner, hopefully sooner rather than later, we'll see Baron Corbin just get fed up uh, and he'll just beat JBL up. And um, he might just go back he, to being he, on his own. He might just be like, "This isn't working," you know. Then he goes away, and then comes back, and we hear the we hear the theme music and the stuff. Uh, he also says, uh, "I had a thought: if the Kingdom stay on AEW TV for the foreseeable future, would it be interesting to see Adam Cole rejoin them, or when he returns from injury?" Yeah, Adam Adam Cole, all his friends are leaving. Yeah, so that's that's plausible. And then uh, he also says, "Congrats on episode 300. Here's to the next 300. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. You've been a you've been a godsend to this show. Real talk, real talk. Uh, we are done with the fan mail. Before we get into our crown jewel predictions, we are going to hear from the real Bullockass Heavyweight Champion, Alpha Zo. Hello, this is Alpha Zo, the Bullockass Heavyweight Champion. Um, you should give Bullockass a listen on Spotify and a watch on YouTube. Um, they have plenty of things in the library for you to watch they got scott steiner on there they have me they got two fresh an abundance so please give us a watch and thank you i mean we are back this is uh this is the tail end of the tail end of the podcast here we here we go so bullcast championship is the podcast championship i should say is on the line uh brandon brian katie and me I'm back in. I'm back in. The podcast. Look, the championship hasn't been what it used to be since since I I have no longer held it. Lil Durst ruined it. Brian doesn't even show up. I mean, just he. he I'm he, like Roman. I'm like Roman. I'm like Roman. No, no, you're not. You're 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 definitely not bad. The Trombo he, Chief. Trombo. Oh, okay. Like Wombo. I I guess I guess, bro. Wombo combo. Stop yourself. Actually, actually, stop talking. All right, let's uh, 
let's get let's get into this so we can get out of here. Uh, first up, Braun Strowman versus Omos. Who do we have? Brandon, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Braun Strowman. Uh, I think there's probably more to gain from him. Uh, you know, when Triple H took over, we didn't really see Omos for a while, and then he just kind of showed up. And I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if we get some sort of like double countout or some like crap finish that kind of solves nothing. But if we have to pick someone to win, then I will go with Braun Strowman. I will be picking Braun Strowman as well. Katie, who do you have? I am also picking Braun Strowman, but I think that what's going to happen is MVP is going to try to interfere and it's going to backfire on him, and that's how Braun Strowman gets the win. Okay, for sure, for sure. Uh, Brian? I'm going to go with Braun Strowman as well. The monster monsters. Huh? Go out on a limb. I know. Go out on a limb, guys. What's wrong with I got to be strategic. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's just playing not to lose. He's not even you know giving his real predictions. Oh, that, right. no, that's not true. He's just going to every time he's going to be picked last and he's just going to pick whatever the majority picks. <laughs> not true. We'll see. All right, we'll so see. You're, so put, write him down for Logan Paul to win the title. <laughs> put him down. Well, we'll see. Next up, six man tag of the OC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson versus Judgment Day, Ben Balor, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio. I'll go with the OC. I'm going with the OC. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> Okay, we'll you see. know I'll, I'll I'll go out of limb. I I I you know I ain't scared. Give me see, the judgment day. Give me the judgment day. You can pin Gallows or Anderson. I don't think it's really that big of a deal. Um, but I agree uh, with Brandon. I I think that uh, I feel judgment day. Okay, Damn. okay, we got a, got a little diversity here. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, all right, moving on from that, Women's Tag Team Championships, Oscar and Alexa Bliss versus Damage Control. I'm going with the champs to retain. Same. It, yeah, it would be kind of weird for them to win it just to lose them, so uh, I will stick with the crowd here, and I will go with Asuka and my girl Alexa Bliss. I'm going to go with Damage Control. Oh. Uh, boy. There we Attaboy. go. There we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes! Asuka... And bliss, and then you said you're going with damage control, Brian. Yep. Yeah. All right, for sure, for sure. All right, next up, steel cage match: Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross. Okay. <laughs> My guy. Are you just trying to be fast so that <laughs> you don't fulfill the the prophecy that Brandon stated? Uh, I'm a. <laughs> I, he probably is i'm gonna go drew i think this is a nice way for like drew just escapes the cage and we carry and he loses but he doesn't like lose anything because he's not pinned or submitted yeah yeah that's that's exactly the type of thing that i was thinking would play out because they want they they don't want to show carrying cross as a weak wrestler so you're going you're going with drew yeah okay uh you know Brandon. and i'll go the opposite way i'll go with brian and say carrying cross <laughs> because you could you know, protect Drew that same way you're saying you can protect Carrie and Cross and um you know give Carrie another win here until we get to whatever the, the blow off is because unfortunately a steel cage match isn't a blow off match anymore. So I'm expecting this is still gonna continue. All right, last woman standing raw women's championship, the EST Bianca Belair goes up against Bailey. I think Bailey does it. I think Bailey does it finally. We've been waiting. I think she's gonna do it. 
Okay. I'm, I'm going to say she doesn't do it. I do not like last man standing matches just because it ruins the flow of it. Give me Bianca Belair. Um, it also depends on how this is structured because if the tag matches beforehand, maybe damage control gets written off or something happens to them. So it's really just Bailey and Bianca one on one. Give me Bianca. Mm. Brian, why is your camera like that, bro? Hey, yo, what happened? <laughs> I don't know, dude. What, uh, <laughs> who do um, you have? I think I'm going to go with. Oh, uh, this is hard. okay. I'm gonna go with Bailey. You're going Bailey too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, we want some Bailey's. For sure, for sure. All right, let's finish this out. The undisputed tag team championships. The Usos go up against the Brawling Brutes. I got the Usos. I also got the Br- Usos. I heard Brute. I heard Brute. Brute. No, 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 no. I said Usos. The Brusos. The Brusos. Oh, oh, no, not the Brusos. Oh, oh, but Bromos is bad. I didn't say Brusos. I got Jimmy and Jay. <clears throat> as you should. As you should. Yeah, I'll go. I'll be boring and and go with the Usos. The Usies as well. No, nah, go on on the limb, bro. Don't don't join the rest of the group. I mean, I I've, I mean, I could go on a limb. I mean, I'm the one that that's gone on a limb twice already. So, yeah. I'm putting my money where mouth is. All right. The the big attraction match or one of them. Brock Lesnar going up against Bobby Lashley. I got Brock. I got Bobby. Okay. You got Bobby. Mm. I'm going to go with Bobby. Okay. Everybody wants to go with Bobby. Who are, who are you going with? I, I, I don't know. I think it can go kind of either way. Both of them are. Our faces. I'm just going to put it to you like this. Brock Lesnar needs to win this match. He's lost too much already. He needs yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, they've been building Lashley so much that it's like, are you just going to have him lose to, to Lesnar? But I mean, yeah. it, it's yeah. Lesnar. He, he's one of the top guys. So um, I'll I'll give it to Brock. I think Lashley can, can absorb it and he'll be fine. And Brock can do whatever else he's going to do next. Yep. All right. This is uh this is pretty quick. I <laughs> undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns, Logan Paul, and Roman. Roman. Low. Oh, sorry. Roman. <laughs> Logan. Roman. I mean, it's it's just it's too similar. Uh, you want to you want to you want to pick Logan Paul, Brian? I, 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 nah, <laughs> nah. I'm going with the head of the table, the Tribal Chief. Absolutely. I absolutely. will say, as someone who like I kind of. I know who Logan Paul is, and I come up like per- peripherally, like in the YouTube world. I just feel like this isn't grabbing like the attention that I think WWE wants. Like Jake Paul just had his match with Anderson Silva, and that's gone way more attention than this is gaining. So I don't, unless this is just what the Saudi prince wanted, and he gets what he wants, along along maybe... with uh, Yokozuna <clears throat> and Ultimate Warrior. I feel like this may be because Logan. Logan Paul, I don't think they expected the fans to really dump on Logan Paul like they have. You know? I mean, I don't know how you could not expect that. Well, just because he's coming in off the momentum of that great match he had at SummerSlam, WWE would think, oh, man, the fans really love him. He got a great reaction after his match. You know, it lasted for a couple days. Everyone talking about how good Logan Paul was and, you know. But you don't take him to the head of the table. That like, is true. 
that's that's where I think that's where the disconnect is because I mean all of us are are feeling some kind of way about it so that's true and look at it it is what it is like Roman said he will do what the company <clears> needs <throat> him to do and right now they need him to beat up Logan Paul in Saudi Arabia sounds good <laughs> Beat him up. I'm looking forward to the brutality. Oh, Jesus. All right. All right. Rhea Ripley, this is my brutality. Here, here we go. Oh, well, I, that's going to do it. Uh, thank you guys so much. Episode 300 is in the books. We appreciate you guys all so, so much for sticking with us, for rocking with us all these years. Uh, if it's your 300th time, or if it's your first time listening to the show, we appreciate you. Uh, got a couple things coming up this Friday in Vallejo, Oasis Pro, the debut show. Yo, listen, it's about to be a vibe from the people that brought you Big Tacos. Kick back. Come out, support us, uh, see what's up. I'll be there. I'll be running around doing some stuff. And, uh, of course, Stars of Wrestling, the last fall is this Saturday, same day as Crown Jewel uh, in Alameda, Alameda Point Gym, Juicy Finale, Lee Shapiro, uh, Jacob and Journey Fatu, uh, Midas Creed, uh, and a whole bunch of other people, Cody Hall, Moose. A lot of of great stars are going to be in attendance. Come out and support us. Uh, any any final thoughts, guys, before we get off the air? Thanks, y'all, for listening. I'm, I said it before. I'm just shocked we're still doing this after however many years it's been. Yep, yep, yep. Katie, Brian, anything? Yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. I know I've only been here a short time, but I'm looking forward to many, many more podcasts to come. Brian, any, any anything else? Um. When you like to walk that out like me, you learn that sometimes you just have to go with the flow. And one day you can be like B-R-A-N-T-R-O-N-I-C. I I I guess. Yeah. I guess, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Seriously, thank you guys so much. Stay clean, stay strong, stay safe. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone. So is the microphone trying. All right. The what? The what the the, the... Thank you guys. <laughs>